Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. COVID is a, ended up producing a vaccine that was pushed through the system that wasn't appropriately like researched in a way that it should have been. There was a lot of like darkness around. And when I say darkness, I don't mean like evil. What I'm talking about is there was a lot of stuff that wasn't controlled for. I am a scientist. I was trained for almost 20 years in how to read scientific papers. Come at me, scientists. Because, because I'm going to tell you, I can sit and read your research better than most. And don't sit and talk to me about how you went and you did the right thing here. So, like, this is, this is the type of stuff, right, where I'm like, I've got my receipts. You want to come at me for my opinion? Let me tell you about how many years I spent in a lab being taught how to read a research paper. Let me go through your research paper and tell you exactly what you didn't, what you didn't control for, what you just guessed at, and what your scientific, like, certainty is. Like, you can look at the numbers, mm -hmm. right? It's when people sit and go, well, I believe that they said that this was bad. No, 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 no. Okay, hold up. So now I want to talk to the greater like people who one don't have enough education. And when I say enough, I'm not sitting here saying that people need to go and be educated in order to be smart. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying if you haven't spent 12 years, almost 20, being trained in how to read a research paper, fact state you don't know how to read it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sitting here saying that anybody who doesn't know how to do that is dumb. I'm simply saying you don't have that skill. Okay. So, and skill can also equal education. If you don't have the education, okay. If you don't have the skills, then you need to be really careful about who you're listening to. And my question for the greater public is, is anybody who is quote canceling other people, is it because you don't have the skill or the people whose opinion you're listening to doesn't have the skill? Mm -hmm. who's being canceled here yeah and I almost feel like I mean skill is important I'm not gonna lie but it's almost discernment as well on a like a easier level yeah, right I feel like people do not know their own emotions their own intuition and their own discernment to hear something and if they agree or disagree with it just take a moment and just be like, let me yeah. feel this out. Let me, okay, I know I can't, like, I'm not reading no fucking research papers. No, thank you. <laughs> like, uh -uh. like, I have no interest. I don't, like, don't have the skill and don't have the desire. But I do obviously have an interest in health and well-being. 
And when I'm listening to just like you, a variety of people, I sit with the emotions that I'm feeling and, and, and really work it out. Like that just doesn't feel right. And I know Mm -hmm. feelings aren't scientific, but I think you would agree being who you naturally are too. They're just as important. Well, and this is, you make an interesting statement because I actually would say that feelings are incredibly scientific and that is probably, that's probably a cancelable offense too, but you know, (laughs) like I, I truly do. I think that that is how we build science. That's how science was built. That's how, that's how anything is built is with our, is our understanding of how we feel about something. And I appreciate people like you in this space that are like you know what I'm going to be straight out I'm going to tell you I'm not reading a freaking research paper I'll leave that to somebody else but what I have seen from from you in particular and I and this is why I'm like people who are who are listening to other people's stuff I need you to understand their background either they spent time learning about how to challenge their own beliefs and this is that's really important to understand you either spend time in institutions that challenged your beliefs enough that you can speak very honestly saying, you know what, I am willing for anyone to come and prove me wrong. And I will say, I will defend my position of that statement to the ground, to the ground. Come and tell me, teach me, teach me something different. Yeah. I want you to. I want you to come into my comments. I want you to make me, I want you to give me a link. I want you to give me a story. I want you to to tell me your experience. Make me challenge my own belief system, right? That is, you either want a person who is either taught to do that or you want somebody who, like yourself, in my opinion, I feel like this is you, you had to teach yourself that. Mm. Through your journey in the fertility world, in with your own personal experiences of becoming a mother, you had to do your own research. You had to teach yourself how to challenge your own beliefs and what it was that you were feeling about something, about something that some doctor was saying to you, about something that some, you know, supplement person was telling you, some test was supposed to be telling you. You can, and I think that there are more and more people. Is it as great as we want it to be? No, no. I think that there is still so much work to be done of people having to challenge their own belief system and ask themselves, what if I'm wrong? Yeah. I think it's myself every day. Right. Yeah. It's being willing not to be right. Like, I don't want to be right anymore. Like, Like, that's not the whole point. Yes. Because I think everyone's right. I think everyone's truth is right for them. Whether I agree with them or not is a different story. But I, I'm not, I'm not here to be right or to force my belief system or what I want. And I don't believe that we were ever really there, though. I know you like, um, like my mother and father's generation, you know, above 60 of like, oh, well, you could have an honest conversation before. Now you just can't. I was like, if I could not have an honest conversation, it was a one-sided conversation before. Like, don't even say that, right? You were allowed to say stuff that was inappropriate. (laughs) Like, we're not, our generation who now feels this like really, I feel this really weird pull now because 
um, I don't want to go back, but I don't want to go forward, which the where we're moving, right? Like that, I, this whole extreme, like you can't say this or you have to say the exact right thing for that person's feelings. You're like, well, I don't know how they feel. I don't, I don't know hmm. how it is to be a black woman. I don't know how it is to be mm -hmm. a man. I don't know how it is to be gay. I don't know those things. I don't yeah. know those feelings. So how can I say exactly what is right to them? All I'm here to do is articulate my best being and hope that it resonates with them, that I can have compassion for them. They can have compassion for me and going back to being human together. Yeah. right alok says this says it really beautifully that you don't need to understand somebody to have compassion for somebody mm -hmm. you don't have to understand me you don't have to understand my sexuality you don't have to understand my belief systems you don't have to understand none of that and that's not what i'm asking you to do mm -hmm. i'm asking you to have compassion for my experience and for the way i walk through the world the same way that I'm going to have compassion for yours. And I find it really fascinating that people look at cancel culture as like such a bad thing. I actually see it as like a, a progression in a way, because like you said, you know, not too long ago, you know, just some 30, 40 years ago, people were just allowed to say some pretty nasty, shitty things mm -hmm. that for the majority of people, was not true and it was only true for a small minority nowadays we're canceling people because of you know they're saying something that we don't like question that i that that then you know makes me think about is okay if i ever do get canceled it's going to really make me think what is it that i said yeah okay what is it that i said how did i say it and because i feel like i can say pretty much anything and if i say it either with intense you know, passion for like how for like my like the righteousness of it, like righteousness, passion, that type of thing. Um, if I'm saying in with the right humor, like it can't be sarcastic humor, right? Because sarcasm is a very interesting, it's an interesting play because sarcasm can be truthful, but it can also be lies. Yeah. So you really don't want to come at anything with like intense sarcasm and that's why i come at, i love this podcast because i don't have to be sarcastic about shit it can be really like righteously passionate about it or i can lay down the receipts and say i can give you this 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 and this right now give me other other facts facts are just observable observable things right that we say, well, I've observed it enough that I call it facts. So like, give me something else that's been observed, right? So if, like I said, if I ever do get canceled, it's gonna be that question of how did I say it? What did I say? And is it something that I need to go back and say, you know what, I'm listening to this and I'm going, you know, that came out in a way that it did not mean to come. Mm -hmm. Or no, I said what I meant. I said what I meant and I can give you more context to why I said it that way and I know for me that's probably what it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> but you're like all well, y'all heard what I said you just didn't like that I how I said it well like, that's I what I was gonna say so on the flip side of all these people who are like the cancelees right who are canceling these people 
is it really what they said or are you triggered by something deep inside of you? Right. Are you getting tripled? Are you getting triggered? Do you, and most people don't have that, you know, that's a, like, like you say, a skill you need to learn to when you Mm. get triggered by something that someone said or did to truly look at yourself and go, okay, is there something here that I can work on or are they just like tripping? (laughs) Like, is there shit just bullshit? And, and that's a, like a big thing, you know, and even if their shit is bullshit, right. And maybe you're correct in feeling the way you feel there's still, I have found there's still always opportunity for you to grow as a person in that moment. Yes. And I, and I think this situation, or, I mean, we can think of any situation, not just the, not just the wars that are happening right now, but like one of the things, one of the questions I ask myself as like the news keeps coming on, I'm like, I'm not hearing anything about Hamas. Not, I'm not hearing about what their platform is. I'm not hearing what they're what they're pissed off about. I'm not hearing about what it. You know what I mean? Like over the, over the years, people have been like, there are various terrorist organizations, and they're just out for the the denigration of all Americans. That's that's what I've heard since I was in sixth grade in the in the Twin Towers fall, even before this, right? Desert Storm, right? And the you know everything else before that, right? When it comes to terrorism, they want to kill Americans. Okay, while some Americans deserve it, right? And all loss of life, American or not, is tragic. I say that without with pure intention and genuineness, right? Because that's what I believe. However, however, I'm going to make a very pointed fact here that Hamas is bombing Israel right now. Not America. There's not even an American territory in that. So if I, as an American, goes by the like logic of the day, I could just place Hamas into a like category of bad terrorist people. Or I could ask myself, what stories do they have? Okay. What stories do they have? Who's been hurt? What has the promises have been made that have not been? What what denigrations to their sacred sites to you know, whatever. And that's not to say that I haven't gone and like looked up some of the stuff. You have to you have to dig, y'all. You have to dig. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm have one opinion or the other about what's going on over there. I'm going to let all of y'all figure out your own your own opinion around this. But I do want you, I challenge you in this moment to go and do some work here so that we can say, can I find compassion around this? Because if our argument here today, if Monica's and mine's argument here today is like, we want to, we want to transcend this bullshit then the way we do it is by asking the better question. And if all you're looking at is that this group is evil and this group is justified, but you don't know what's going on on the other side, how the hell can you have that opinion? Have you had a personal experience that tells you that that's true? Have you had a family member that has told you their experience and so you know that that is true from their experience? Or are you simply taking what the 
what the government is projecting? Are you just taking what the news is reporting? Which, by the way, I've only ever seen in the various newscasts people on one side of the line. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there's two sides to a coin. Yeah. Well, you know I love a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> you know, do you follow a uh, Twitchy Witch? Have you come across I her? No, I need to though. You, I need she's, to. I've heard good things. She's I've heard intriguing things. Yeah, she's amazing. Like her knowledge is gonna blow your mind of biblical things, right? I, I also just love that name, Twitchy. Yeah, Witch. <laughs> I would um, encourage anyone who does want. A broader knowledge about this to follow her she's 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 got some really good content around it um but she i saw something this morning and she brings it back to colonization where like you say it, there's no americans there and it was nope. the french and obviously the british I'm just gonna say it I am British right I don't know if people know this I have British citizenship I lived in Britain for 14 years I have two sons born there my husband uh was in the Royal Air Force for years so I feel like I can say this like the British just did a lot of shit man (laughs) I don't know how (laughs) such a small island did so much shit like what were they eating they didn't even have like refrigeration back then like what the hell like, they must have had some, like, I don't know, like, some space aliens behind them because they, like, oh, they were wonderful. They got their shit in a lot of places. They just, they just were the ones that took over after, you know, Persia fell, after Greece <laughs> fell, after Rome fell. They just were the next in line. Man. That's it. Um, but she, she says, you know, most people think this is about religion. Which I'm going to say, too, I don't like I was always very confused about what was the state of Israel. Like, like it was always just very confusing to me. Right. Um, It's a confusing plot of land. Yeah. For thousands of years. And obviously, I only got spun Western propaganda around it. I'm just going to say what it is because it's absolutely that. And um, I feel very grateful to have social media to be able to hear a variety of different um, opinions, narratives, encounters, all that. Um, But it is coming back to that there's so much more to it than what the news is going to tell you. And I don't believe that anyone listening to this podcast is just solely watching the news anymore like (laughs) no like those people are not here so I think anyone listening here is is in the same camp as us in the sense that we want a better understanding of what is actually going on and you know I said I love a good conspiracy theory I mean it just all comes down to like for me money now watching Mm -hmm. where the money is going you know, watching even if we haven't even touched on Russia and Ukraine. I'm I live right. in between two older couples and they both have a Ukrainian flag out there. And I'm like, you obviously are not getting a wide variety of uh information if you think one side is good and one side is bad. We're sending billions of dollars over there 
and yet we can't even feed our children here at home. And I'm and look, I'm a nomad. Like I don't think there should be borders. Like I think everyone mm-hmm. should be respectfully living in uh, the areas that they choose, come in, uh, help the system, not break the system type of thing, yeah. right? I, I, I really yeah. find Don't this- just use up the resources and move on. Yeah, with your hopeful outlook, because as you said in the beginning, we come from the darkness. Mm. Does there, because I feel like we have spent, if not 100, 200, maybe even 300, maybe even thousands of years evolving out of, out of like the shit storm that we got ourselves into, which, um, like you said, there's so that it just doesn't you know i feel like oh colonization and we all uh, blame the americans but i'm like well it's really the british (laughs) and like you say the romans and like the persians and like it goes fucking back right like it is not a very just 500 year textbook you know we are looking at thousands of years where are we at in the spiral are we are we moving up the spiral or are we still in the rat race yeah, I think I think we're probably if if the if the bottom is just a flat circle and that's like, you know, beginning of before anything kind of decides to <laughs> to like make its way up into unity and and ascend and like the top is, you know, ultimate, you know, back to source that type of understanding of the spiral. I would say we're probably we're probably a third to I'd say maybe a half there's more to go there's more pain there's more suffering there's more there's there's just more there I think that there's going to be there's going to be a period of great light that is going to feel like it's you know the second coming and I think that it's going to happen probably within the next like 10 generations I there are some people that are like just what's happening now the next you know what I lived through 2012 okay I lived through Y2K don't tell me that the second coming of Christ is happening in the next three generations because you're full of bullshit and you need to get to better but like your predictions it's not okay it's not and anybody who is like with me on we got some work to do like we got some work to do now i could be wrong god please let me be wrong and rapture this shit right now so that none of us have to deal with this but you know what even in my very realistic but yet hopeful view i do see us having to go through more and it's not even just going to be us but the thing that gives me such hope though is the fact that we have learned we are we are better there are some of us that are better and this isn't the only chance that we have now i personally i'm done with this reincarnation bullshit <laughs> i'm done i'm going i this is why i can say you know what we need to take away the value system <laughs> and just be okay with people making choices because i am and I'm I'm okay with that and I can look at all of the tragedy with hopeful eyes and I can see it for what it is people who are hurt hurt people hurting people that's it 
It is. You know? And but yet there's always something better that comes out of it. There's always something good that comes out of that. We you know, the creator, aka us, uses all of our bad to make something good. But that doesn't mean that we've that we're through it yet. We got we got more work to do. And I think that it's coming. I think our children are gonna have to deal with things that, you know, we haven't quite figured out yet. I think they're going to have to figure out how to use technology in a way that's not hurtful. And they're going to have to figure out how to be in a world where everything is literally at their fingertips. They're going to have to figure out how to still stay human and all of it and figure out how to, what the next stage of human is. You know, we talk about terraforming Mars. Dude, the minute we have the technology to terraform Mars, we have the technology to fix our planet right here. You know, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson said that. It's like, yes, we don't need to like, worry about going somewhere else. If we can fix another planet to become home, we can fix home. Right? Yeah. And we got billions of years to figure it out. Believe me, our sun is good for the next like 13 billion years. I think something ridiculous. So we got time. We have time. Um, <laughs> Before I let you go, this is popping up in my head. You know how we have these like ancient lost cities? Yeah. Do you think they got to a point of evolution? Or do you think they got to a point of destruction? I think it's both. I think that there was a number of people that um, that managed to reach ascension and realized that they couldn't take everyone with them and that in fact if they could take everyone with them the whole like the whole experiment would collapse and so they ascended knowing that what was left behind was going to devolve into darkness until enough people were able to evolve themselves to get out of the monk and so that is why we see this up and down up and down where we see you know, cultures rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall. Where we see, you know, the well, we, there's plenty of stories from, you know, the Incans and the Mayans to the Egyptians to the Tibetans that had these moments where they had great knowledge and wisdom, but then all of a sudden everything just crashed and fell into the sea, right? Um, and I think it's because you had those that were like, I can't go back for the ones that are left they have to learn on their own mm -hmm. and this is why i say it's not the, the it's not it, this isn't over yet but i think there's a part of the that rapture story right if you read the bible where that people don't pay attention to that not everybody gets raptured mm -hmm. right so what gets left behind a bunch of people who are tired, who are hurting, who are sick, who don't have the tools and who have to somehow, some way, fight their way out and through, out of the darkness, out of their tiredness, out of their sickness, out of their mental health crises, out of their hurt, out of their anger. And isn't there beauty in that? That even amongst the most depraved and ugly of us, we all have that ability to move through, to get out, to make the world we live in better. 
And that's why I have hope. That's why I'm like, it doesn't matter whether it's done, halfway done, all the way done. <laughs> yeah. Whether the rapture will happen tomorrow, whether there's no rapture at all, right? It doesn't matter because we all have that same potential in us and we show it every single time. Every single time things get really shitty and really bad, there's always a rise, right? So Rome, Greece, Persia, Tibet, Mayans, Incans, they all fell. Atlantis, it all fell. But look at where we are today. A number of us, a great many of us, rising to the occasion, standing up saying, you know what, there's a better way. Yeah. And we came from the people who didn't know shit, who were sick and tired and sad and hurt and hurting other people. We came from them. We do came all, from them. I mean, I know a bit about the history, but um, do all those great... Um all those great uh, cities, empires, they all had slaves, right? They were all built on slavery. Yeah, yeah, in various aspects. Most things, places like Greece, for example, they didn't have the color system to base their slavery on. It was caste system. Yeah. It was their, you know, who had, you know, if you had more money or you were sold into slavery, yeah. you know, there were, so it wasn't it wasn't like in America where it was chattel slavery where it was color based, but um, but yeah, every single. But you one would of them agree that all great empire. Sorry, you would agree that all great empires w were built on slavery, and they all yeah. crumbled because the people rose up. Yeah, yeah, I would either or some or some belief system. Yeah, rose up. So, like for example, Rome fell not because the slaves um were like i'm done i'm done with slavery they rose up because their belief in in god as christ right the christians at the time were the minority and they rose up saying you know we're done with this we're done with this polytheistic god thing you got going and we believe that you know there's one god and all that you know so some of the christians were slaves some of them were not but at the the base of it they were the minority yeah. And so they rose up and they destroyed Alexandria. They, you know, they brought down the halls in, in Rome. And that's how we ended up with Catholicism. Yeah. Standing at the at the peak of the world. And that's where, you know, France and Britain get all of their power to go and colonize Africa and, and Asia <laughs> and America. Okay, so my takeaway here from this conversation is if you're done with the bullshit, do the work so you can ascend and you don't have to like come back and do it again. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> or at least when you put it that way, back. it's like, all right, where's the meditation beats? Like, <laughs> like let's go. <laughs> or, at least, or at least if you're going to come back, you can be awake enough within your consciousness to know that coming back to Earth isn't isn't always like the greatest option there are so many other options out in the known universes that you know that are much better than this experiment we got going on here so at least get wake awake awakened <laughs> enough to know that you don't have to come back here <laughs> i like you about the thing i'm like nah i'm done i'm done with earth okay like if you're gonna make if you're gonna tell me that i haven't done enough of the work yet believe me i am going back to the arcturian i'm going back to <laughs> There's so many other places out there going to first. Oh my god, that's so funny. 
Abigail, always, always a pleasure, my friend. I have such a great time with you. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your wisdom, being honest and raw and open and having, you know, helping move this conversation forward. It's really important. Of course. Thank you so much. I will be back. I know, and I'm going to love every second of it. And you guys just know that you, you get to choose what breaks you. Okay. You get to choose what breaks you. So whether it's this, whether it's not, whether it's something else, it's up to you. So you have all the power in the world. Choose, choose what's best for you. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.